we are live. Oh, what up, ladies and gents? Happy hump day. Hump day. It is Wednesday, right? I did get that correct. Yeah, yeah it's Wednesday. All right, dude. Not so hit- happy. No, 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 no. Not so happy, but but it's all right. Let's uh, hit the intro. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Business Bros! Woo! (laughs) Here we go, here we go, here we go. It's been one crazy, crazy Wednesday. Oh, we can drop yeah, fire. It, but, has, uh, it, has it just been like this? It just feels like dude. this all day because you just walked in from uh, a shopping trip and you're like, whoo, dude, it's been it's been meeting after meeting after meeting today. And, and I didn't you know, some of them weren't even planned. Some of them were planned. And and dude, it's been nuts. It's been nuts, but it's good nuts. Like it's been it's been good uh, nuts. I like good nuts. Good nuts. Like the, yeah. the honey roasted kind, I guess. The honey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cashews and almonds yeah yeah, yeah. actually dude there's anyway these, there's these uh can of nuts at costco they come in this green can and they're like i don't know they're like 13 bucks for this green can but dude <laughs> for lack of saying it weird those on, are the ones. On, yeah for lack of saying it weird on a public medium those are my favorite nuts <laughs> gotta love the nuts <laughs> gotta love those nuts dude <laughs> Shit. language <laughs> anyway so anyways, it's all we got good. A, it's all good. ladies and gents, we got a, a pretty good uh, show scheduled for today. We're going to take a real life experience. And uh, as life. many of you know, we're actually working on uh, setting up the carrier experience, which is James's program. Mm-hmm. So for this one, he fun? doesn't even know it, but I'm going to let him take the lead on this show to get him some practice oh. on being a host. So uh, for what it's I'm worth, just... I was about to podcast without you. So you were? Damn, that would have been cool. <laughs> I would have checked that one out. That would have been a different one. Yeah, 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 totally different. No, I was uh, didn't quite have the nuts for it, but <laughs> <laughs> straight with there. Yeah, I was straight like with that. there. Yeah, that was that. good. That was good. That was good. All right. Uh, All right. Well, hey, so let's start off with the with the story, dude. So, what happened? What happened was what had happened was. I mean, honestly, it's a it's a pretty basic story, right? You are living in an apartment. You have an upstairs neighbor thing you know you walk out there's a puddle on the ground don't think anything of it you think all right puddles have whatever no big deal until you inside and the puddles coming coming from your kitchen window mm. then all of a sudden it's a deal so you look up you got the ceiling you got the bubble tape uh, paint uh and you got to figure out what the heck is going on. so i ran there's to my neighbor hey there's something going on and you know Together, we're figuring stuff out. Uh, and our mm, when did that happen? Was it like Saturday, maybe something like that? Uh, but you know, here we are in the middle of the week, and I've had Nerve Pro come into the house and leaving um, fans to dry flooring. And uh, they ripped out my cabinet, they have all of my dishes and you know, all the pantries in boxes in the dining room. The whole, you know, facial wait, 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 wait. board of First the cat- of all, everything. You, you just moved it's, in. It's out. I know. Just I moved just in. moved in. I just moved in three weeks ago. And three and weeks you, ago. 
so first of all, I'm impressed uh, that you have stuff in the cabinets after the weeks <laughs> of moving in, right? Because a lot yeah, of yeah, no, we took it and, we took and leave everything out of the boxes, boxes right away. No, 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 no. You, we love- you're like we're getting comfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah right away. They're, they're, well, we came from a really small apartment, something like 650 square feet. Mm-hmm. And now we're in a you know decently sized apartment, which is like some twelve hundred square feet. So like a big kid now, yeah, you're like you a got, real adult. You got space. You got space. So all right. So you come home. You got a. You got you got water damage. It's not even your water damage technically coming from your apartment. Nope. It's coming from the apartment up top. Right. All right. Yeah, so and so you know. Um, this is where all the insurance stuff starts to come in, right? So you got uh, the upstairs neighbor calling his insurance. You got the landlord calling insurance. uh, And everybody's communicating with the HOA, right? The condo association here. And they're calling their insurance. Between all of these different insurances, uh, I honestly don't know who's taking care of which part of the bill because I'm way removed from it. Um, but between all of these insurances, we've got ServPro in here, um, ripping out our, our cab. Uh, there, this is a really old building, not real old, but you know, like in the seventies. Um, so there's asbestos in the wall. Damn dude. So since there's water damage and they're going to have to replace the drywall, they're going to have to have a specialist come to do an asbestos abatement, which means that next Tuesday I have no access to my kitchen. Wow. But it's going to be safe. So, okay. So let's, let's talk a little bit about this because this is going to be expensive, right? So it looked like a little Mm -hmm. trickle when you first walked up, right? Oh, look, there's a little bit of a puddle. Turns out that little puddle is a huge mess in the apartment. And there's a lot of people who've gone through this, you know, and it's sad to say that a home built in the seventies is old because I was a, uh, kid born in the 80s <laughs> so i'm yeah. like right early, 80s. Early, early 80s early 80s yeah. early 80s yeah uh pretty close to those like really 70s. old yeah i mean <laughs> not, i'm sorry to so all of you born in the 70s i love you you're not old i, I refuse to believe it no i refuse early right? 80s too so so um so this is going to be something relatively major it wasn't like yeah. you just you know crank a pipe and tighten something and replace mm-hmm. something and you're you're good to go this has caused some major damage yeah, it has. Um, so since there is an upstairs name, I mean, it's uh, obviously through all of his flooring and down, you know, into our unit. Uh, so the flooring upstairs he lives is going to, you know, I'm sure going to be replaced. Um, part of our ceiling is probably going to be replaced. Uh, I know that they're going to be ripping out part of the bunch of uh, drying equipment. And again, these walls have asbestos. So anytime that you have best involved there is going to specialist going to you know um clear out the whole area and and put plastic up so that nobody can get in there and breed that stuff because mesothelioma that's the one is a thing (laughs) (laughs) only reason i know that by the way is because of all those commercials on tv uh, right, right. Know, people working on that stuff. So, so you, they're going to quarantine your kitchen, Better. basically, right? You're already they're in gonna quarantine because of COVID, and now you're going to quarantine your kitchen. <laughs> how long? How long do they say that's going to be? Just a day. Thank Just God. A day. All right. Just so, a day. And and I know you're removed, but are you going to find out what like a relative cost of that would have been? 
I mean, that'd be some great information to to find out on because, dude, and imagine being a landlord and it's not mm-hmm. even your fault, but because there's a unit on top, now in your unit, you have to do this whole entire process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's, you know, it comes to insurance, specifically condo insurance. We've all got two different insurance policies together. You've got the association that is responsible for the entire building, right? So a lot of this actually fall on the condo association uh, on the others. The way that it's looking directly upstairs from the kitchen is actually a little bit of a um, So it's like we're directly underneath the other unit, oddly. And there, there's actually a little bit of space. Uh, the unit above us is back a bit. So the con association is responsible for everything that is not within these four walls. If this entire unit was to get, let's say there was a fire in here like that, this entire unit gets destroyed. They're going to take care of just the outermost four walls. They're going to back. But, uh, and that wall, right? That you see that goes straight outside. So that wall will be there. This one over here on this, this is just my closet. That wall it's going to be four big walls is just the unit and a unit owner my landlord is responsible for everything these walls so we're talking about all of the flooring the partitions to separate the bedrooms and the hall and the bathrooms time you get a new bath you know you got to put a new toilet and tub and plumbing that goes to that the sink all of these things are uh, what's included, what is covered by the unit owns insurance, not the condo association. Condo association is only the outer walls. Dude, this is a <clears throat> this is quite the expensive uh, rehab. So with with this, yeah, because be the damage sure. is inside, that means the insurance policies that you guys have, both the tenant upstairs and the tenant downstairs, those are the two people who are going to, those are the two policies that are going to be in play for the damage on the inside. If it has damage to the outside of the wall, <clears throat> then the condo association's That's insurance company is also going to be brought in. And now you're going to have three insurance carriers working out the cost of each individual piece. Is that right? Now imagine, now imagine if this had been a much worse if that leak had been a lot worse, maybe we weren't here during the day. And the leak had come through, maybe, you know, crashed through the wall and, you know, damaged. I don't know what, what could be in the kitchen, but you know, it's all of our food, for example. Here you go. It is through the floor. It shorts out the refrigerator, mm. right? And now the fire starts and all of our stuff is damaged. Well, the unit owner is going to get all of the flooring and walls and all stuff replaced the unit owner downstairs unit owner upstairs any outside walls that are is going to be the content what about all of my stuff that's where your renter's policy my coming in. computer exact my computer that i'm you know uh doing this webinar the podcast on right now uh same web is um bed couch renter's policy that so you got unit owner need policies to protect all of their stuff and the tenant need policy to protect all of their stuff hmm. 
That does get expensive. Hey, do me a favor real quick. Um, I mean, this is I, I, on my end. You sound really choppy. Um, I've been hearing that all day. Yeah. So it is. You, yeah, huh? I think I need to pick up that booster from you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, um, yeah, because I was like, you know what? It's it's uh, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. But I I, I was gonna say, can you connect your laptop or your wherever you're streaming from to your phone, your Wi-Fi on your phone? See if that fix it was it real quick. We could do that. Maybe hotspot it that way, and let's see if that works, if that fixes it. Because, I mean, what you're talking about is a lot of good information. I mean, people are renting properties right now like crazy, and we are home. So on the bright side, you're right. You were home, and because you were you were at home and saw the damage, you were able to prevent major stuff, right? Imagine that upper level. Uh, right above you is, I'm assuming, their kitchen, right? So imagine the whole floor breaks through and their upper cabinets, their sink and everything falls down on your guys' stuff. Or worst case scenario, one of you is washing your dishes or something and like all that stuff collapses on you. Like there could be some major, uh, major damage at that point. And I think you're frozen because you're changing your, uh, your stuff. So when James gets back on, I'm going to, I'm going to have him, uh, connect this way. I'll leave it like that. Let's see what happens. So when you're in your home and, and you have the the possibility for major damage, what James was explaining, because it was kind of a little choppy. Oh, let's see. He's connecting on the third device here. So um, so what James was talking about, he's back. Now you look I'm, cleaner. Yeah? Yeah, you look way better now. All right. So I was kind so of summarizing what you were saying. So, you know, we're, we're talking about th essentially – up to four different policies that could be covered in this exact scenario. We, we're talking about the interior for the unit that actually has the leak upstairs. We're talking about the damage uh, interior on the policy of the landlord for your unit downstairs. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the potential damage on the outside walls that is through the condo association. And then if it had damaged your stuff or caught fire or something, that would have been a completely different policy, which would have been your renter's policy for all your stuff inside. Did I get that right? Insurance, 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 insurance. Man, it's a thing. Right? But, but yeah, absolutely. That's exactly right. But they're there to cover the expenses that otherwise <laughs> you would be coming out of pocket on. Because that's it. Because I mean, I, I again I'm curious to find out what you're gonna what they're gonna charge for the whole asbestos thing. It's not just the general repair. The the way they have to uh lock down this area so that nobody's breathing in this stuff, and then how mm -hmm. they have to take all that contaminated uh, drywall and roofing material and and uh, insulation, all that stuff, package it and then dispose of that. That's a whole other process. Like that's gonna be you know thousands and thousands of dollars mm -hmm. worth of repairs on just the asbestos alone. Not to mention now you got to put new drywall. Mm -hmm. Now you got to put new mm -hmm. uh, insulation. Now you got to put new plumbing and probably new cabinets and all that stuff. That's another you know expense right there. All that is coming out of pocket if you didn't have the proper coverage. And that's all hazmat too. So hazmat <laughs> is another type of policies. I mean, it, it's so funny. Like when I think about insurance now, um, we've got all this stuff that we're talking about, which is just the damage that's happened. Right. But I told you I've had serve pro coming in and out. Right. Well, serve pro has a bunch of policies in place too. First of all, they're going to have their general liability policy. When they walk in the door, any damage that they cause to my stuff or to the unit owner stuff, uh, like they got to be covered for all of that. Then we're talking about the abatement of the, of the asbestos. We're talking about, uh, specifically pollution insurance, right? If that, uh, 
I don't know, they didn't close their door right in their van. And that asbestos started getting out into the air and getting into people's lungs, people's homes, people's, you know, cars as they're driving around. Like they could be held liable for all of that stuff. So pollution, um, hazmat, transportation, just their vans alone, right? Uh, commercial auto policies, insurance is everywhere. It's literally everywhere. It's crazy to me how much insurance is involved in just everything that we do. It's literally everywhere. I hope you're insured. Oh. You're muted. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hope why. you're insured. That's I why. hope you're insured. I, dude, it, it is part of everyday life. And it's always uh, the weirdest thing is, is some of them are mandated by law, right? And some of them are just in case. Some of them no. that are mandated by law or mandated by a lender have certain limits too, right? And then there's some that you're you're required to that you uh, you get, but you have the ability to adjust these limits. So here's the crazy thing: is for all of your stuff, right? Everything that is replaceable in your life, that's where insurance is required. Your car replaceable, insurance is required. If you're a homeowner, you have to have insurance. A lender says so, but your home is replaceable. Your business replaceable. Your uh, I don't know. I'm not going to say your employees are replaceable. I mean, they specifically, like the individual is not, but the position is. Uh, so, you know, whatever. But um, so all of these things, all of your stuff, you have to have insurance on. Somebody else tells you you have to have insurance on, but all of it is replaceable. But your life, the thing that isn't replaceable, nobody says you have to have insurance on it. That's totally optional. It's the love product. Well, let's uh, let's stick to the uh, to the homeowner side. Um, is there a time? And this is me playing because uh, I know the answer, but I'm asking you anyways. Is there Devil's a time answer. where I don't have to have a homeowner policy? Yes, if you are a homeowner and you do not owe the bank any money, if you own your home free and clear, you do not have to carry a homeowner's insurance policy. But what happens in that case? If your house burns down, sorry for you, SOL. See you next time. <laughs> and that's the biggest issue, right? Pretty much but, it, yeah. So, and, uh, when you're and a homeowner, go ahead. I was going to say, like, people think that, that the worst thing that can happen is, you know, that your house burns down and you lose your home. And obviously, that's definitely terrible, but it could be something like what we're talking about right now. A pipe bursts that you didn't expect. You're away on vacation. Next thing you know, you come home and your kitchen wall is completely flooded and damaged and your flooring is gone. And it's going to cost you twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 or more to get that fixed. Or, you know, I always talk about the liability portion of your insurance policy too, right? And I talk about punching Nazis. Well, guess what? If I punch a Nazi, I have personal liability behind me that could potentially protect me, right? It's kind of iffy there. But, you know, potentially that could protect me from 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 punching a Nazi uh, or, you know, other instances that are not so Nazi punching. Uh, if your dog attacks someone, if somebody comes over to your house, you have a party, they trip, fall, smash their face on you know, the concrete as they're walking up your driveway and there's a crack in the driveway, like whatever, all of these different things that you could potentially get sued for, you have personal liability built into your homeowner's policy that you don't have that protection without. Dude, that, that and and here's, here's the other side uh, to 
having a homeowner's policy, the cost of it is relatively cheap, right? And even though it's relatively cheap in comparison to other policies, there's even other ways to lower that monthly uh, payment, right? So there's other mm-hmm. ways of lowering that amount. Uh, and the, the thing that I, I think most people don't understand is that your homeowner's policy is usually not put on a month to month payment. It's usually mm-hmm. paid once a year or once every six months, depending on the length of the policy. The reason mm-hmm. why we pay it month to month is because we pay a monthly mortgage payment and that mortgage right. payment collects a portion of that, uh, of your total payment, puts it aside in an escrow account. And then when your insurance policy becomes due, that is when the escrow company actually takes the money out of that account, pays the insurance carrier for your policy, and then you're, you're good up. And then as you continue to pay they're they're reaccumulating those funds over time, but it's actually not a month to month payment. This is a one year annual or six month payment. And, uh, and if you own your home free and clear, you still have to make sure that you pay that every year, just like property taxes. Those are the two things that actually, uh, do not go away. Even if you own your home free and clear, you will still pay your property taxes every year, just like you'll pay your insurance policy. But there are ways to lower that premium, right? James? Did Did you lose me? Yeah. You said there are ways to to lower that premium. Yeah. um, For one thing is bundling. That's the most common answer. If you bundle your home and auto, you usually save the lowest I've seen is 5%. And usually it's somewhere around 15%. Um, Also, if you have, excuse me, if you have uh, security devices, uh, burglar alarm, fire alarm, ADT, you know, anything along those lines, And one of the newest things that have been coming up, uh, one of the most common types of losses that insurance companies have seen, water losses. Exactly what's happening to me right now is what uh, insurance companies are seeing over and over and over and over and over and over again. So these water losses are... um, are pretty significant. And so there are devices that you can put on your uh, water meter that will track if you have a leak. It will alert you if it's noticing, hey, it's midnight or whatever, and water's running and it shouldn't be. You mean our houses are getting smarter? <laughs> our houses are getting smarter. smarter. So it's uh, this water leak detection systems that you can actually install right onto your water meter. And with these additional devices, you can get discounts on your homeowner's insurance. Because they're tracking things, right? And and we're able yep. to limit or er, er, uh, limit the losses. It's it's like anything else in business. We want to become as efficient as possible. If there's something that insurance companies are great at, it's uh it's actuary tables and and calculation probability of risk because they want to know if I'm going to insure you, what is the probability that I'm going to pay out for every dollar that we're collecting? How much of this money do we have to pay back in claims? And so they're trying to limit that as much as they can. That's why flow has that little thing and nationwide, I think has the one too, where you plug it into your car and it, and it monitors how fast you're driving and monitors how many miles you're driving and monitors when you're driving so that it can take that data back to the insurance company. And if you're a less riskier driver, you're going to get a better premium. If you're driving less miles, you're going to get a better premium. Yep. It's the same type of thing right here. If the insurance companies know how your house is functioning, where the risks are, then they can lower your premium because they know how to mitigate that risk. That's exactly right. 
That's exactly right. That's the whole thing is all about mitigating risk or managing risk is more appropriate. Um, that's what insurance companies do. They manage risk. They want to find out what your different risk factors are and you know, give you the appropriate premium. And that's one of the things that <clears throat> our job is as agents, <laughs> hate to tell you, um, is to help those companies determine what the appropriate premium is by asking the right questions and getting the right information. So this loss that's happening right now, this, uh, this water loss that's happening right now, that's going to wind up on the landlord's, um, insurance score. It's going to end up on their, on their insurance report. And when it comes right down to it, the next time that he's, sh uh, shopping for insurance, they're going to run his insurance report and say, Oh, look at that. You had a loss in 2020 and it ended up costing the company $20,000 or whatever the case might be. Um, we are either going to not be interested in that or we're going to increase your premium because now you're a higher risk because it already happened and it, it's kind of it like a, it's kind of like cheating in school right if you get caught cheating you're going to be branded as a cheater when you go on to the next class teachers talk to each other they know hey watch out for that kid what that teachers kid cheats, talk right? to each other <laughs> right oh that's man what happened. well the insurance carriers are that's the why same i had way. such a hard time in high school yeah you're never gonna get away from it that's not worth <laughs> the insurance companies work the same way they talk to each other they're competitors yes right they do uh have their own products and services they are for profit in in the businesses that they operate but they do have databases that they work together on to understand what's going on because a lot to to one insurance agency does you know if they if they keep it to themselves and you were able to go shop another company and you know pretend like that didn't happen the insurance companies would lose and they're not trying to be in the business of losing money so they share information when you become when when it becomes something it's, it's kind of like a like a your Carfax report right when something exactly. happens and there's an insurance claim on that vehicle, that vehicle now has a history of being in an accident, now has a history of whatever the damage was. When you take it to the to the repair shop and they do the, the, the report on it and it's damages, I think, over 500 bucks or something like that, uh, it gets reported and it becomes part of that thing's history. It's like your report card and it follows you wherever you go. Well, that property follows that property wherever it goes, mm -hmm. right? And so, oh, so the property you, follows the, uh, the insured, the both. Because yep. here, here's the flip side of that, right? You might think, you know what? I'm just, anytime something happens, I'm calling the insurance company. I'm getting it done through them because they're going to pay for it. And there's a lot of people who use insurance in that way, right? Where they get something, some damage happens and they go and they report it. And it might not have been, you know, maybe the damage is, you know, 1500 bucks and their deductible is a thousand dollars, but they're going to file the claim anyways. Well, I mean, good for you for getting that money, that extra 500 bucks back. But at the same time, this is where your payment starts to become in play. This is where your history of filing claims comes into play. You get known by the insurance companies as that kind of guy or that kind of gal yep. that files mm -hmm. claims. And when you come, you know, next time you go to renew and you're wondering why your insurance premium jumps so high, well, it's because of the claims. And then you go shop another guy and you try to hide it. And they pull a loss, uh, a loss runs or whatever they, yep. what are they called? Reports. Yeah. Yeah. Reports. Right. And they see the history. They're going to quote you around the same price. And mm -hmm. you're going to wonder how that thing follows you. It's because these types of insurance and insurance carriers in general, they report that stuff and they keep track because they, they want to know, right? They, they absolutely do. So it's, you, it's you very much like your, you called it the, the report card, uh, is some similar to your Carfax, also similar to your credit score. 
Mm-hmm. Right, you have a credit score that follows you everywhere you go. You go to Wells Fargo, they're gonna pull your credit. You go to Bank of America, they're gonna pull your credit. You go to Cabbage, they're gonna pull your credit. Right, all of these different banks are gonna pull your credit, and these insurance companies are all doing the same thing because they want to know what kind of person am I insuring. So if you've got roadside assistance and you use it five times a year, six times a year, guess what? We're gonna see that, and we know that you're a person that uses, uh, you know, the roadside assistance or whatever other stuff, and it costs the insurance company money every time that they do that, and they're going to, you know, just raises red flags. Now, we're not saying don't use your insurance by all means. When something happens, use your insurance. Just understand the consequences of what happens every time you do. So when something major like what James is going through now, where it's going to cost, you know, $20,000 to get this stuff renovated, Mm -hmm. it's definitely something you want to have your insurance. That's the whole purpose of having insurance is to make sure that you mitigate your loss over time with this, right? You've been paying a premium, so you want to make sure that you use it when you use it. Just understand the consequences of that sort of that sort of thing. And over time, you know, as you go the next year and there's no claim and the year after that, there's no claim and the year after that, there's no claim. Like It, it rubs off at, over time, too. Mm-hmm. But everybody in, in, in the insurance industry wants to see the habits that we have habitually. Are we sticking to what we do or are we the type of person who causes more uh, who costs more than we gain? Right. That's really what it comes down to. There you go. All right. Well, this whole entire show has been one big hands insurance tip of the day. So there you go. There you have it, folks. Follow follow me on Twitter at (laughs) InsuranceBroHand. I was going to tell you, by the way, on that uh, ticker, you got to add the 877-928-9994 for pipeline insurance. And then that way it's there and your Twitter at InsuranceBroHand. You're a genius. All right, ladies and gents, that's all we got for you guys today. We'll see you tomorrow on SHIT. So happy it's Thursday. So happy it's Thursday. Happy hump day. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.